I woke up this morning with the sundown shining in I found my mind in a brown Adam what's going on hi, hi Scott Sullivan why are we starting over there was there was a, a audio glitch that I'm gonna edit out you only say that and then you never actually do which is my favorite part <laughs> sometimes i do sometimes i do and sometimes i don't and when i don't and i listen back i'm like yeah fuck that i ain't doing that <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want you to know that i i sat there with so much so much patience as i watched the phone ring while you were calling and i was like you know for old time's sake i ain't answering <laughs> oh motherfucker okay so this Ladies and gentlemen, this is the talk show, and as usual, my name is Scott, I am their host, my co-host, who is belligerent about answering the phone, <laughs> is accurate, accurate. Adam St. Germain, and I called him <laughs> two minutes ago, listened to his voicemail, didn't hit record on the Zoom, because I was like, fuck all this shit, I'm not going to record his stupid voicemail on my Zoom, I'm not wasting space on the SD card. But, I ain't waste. I ain't wasting those those mega mega gigabytes. I got pixels or whatever. That Them gigaterras. Pixels is definitely wrong, but there's something on G- there. Gigaterra pixels. All right, Adam Saint Germain. We we got to let's break one off right here. Where are you? Are we just are we just getting right into it? We're Hold get, on a second. We're, we're getting right into Hold it. Hold on a second. There is there is some tradition that must stand, and we will stand this tradition, which is we ask you where you are. I know, but I think we have to do the official welcome first. Did we already do the welcome? I welcomed everyone at the podcast. I said, I'm Scott. I'm the host. I said, you are the co-host. Your name is Adam. I said, you're belligerent about answering the phone. What else do we have to uh-huh, cover? Uh-huh. We got to tell them that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the talk show. This is episode 666. Six, six. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. That or it's, shit is fucked up. <laughs> that or it's like the fourth <laughs> episode 16. At this point, I'm not sure how many episodes 16 oh, yeah, actually, there's could, been. Could be, could be episode 16. Uh, anyway, anyway, Scott Sullivan, to answer your question, where am I? Where I, Where is you? Well, I'm not sure if you're aware. There's a bit of a travel ban uh, happening. And so I find myself in my garage. Okay, so you're saying there's a travel ban. Tell me well, more. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know about this travel ban. Tell me more. I, I think that's accurate. I, I think actually, wait, you know, um, if I if I read the news right, the travel ban doesn't apply if you're from the United States, um, leaving the United States in the UK or from the UK. So it sounds like, from what I understand, if you're, if you're maybe um, in a non-white place, there's a travel ban. That was so confusing. Like I just listened to everything you said and I tried to focus, but I somehow ended up thinking about like monkeys, like running on like a, one of those little wheels that you have mice on. That is, that was, that happened. I know, uh, we try and avoid talking about <laughs> politics. I want you to know that for the other day I was like, I'm going to watch this white house press conference. Yeah. How'd that go for you? Oh, I think I, Painful. I think I made it. I'm, I swear to God, I made it. 12 minutes yeah yeah it's painful and i, and I was like this this is for real this is for real oh, yeah this motherfucker this motherfucker's for real okay. <laughs> all of them i mean here's okay we're we're gonna get into a lot of that i think let's just say this this is the talk show i think we we talk about a lot of different topics on the regular but there's no way around it this is coming to you on march 18th 
at 8 p.m. Not 19th, my mistake. No, I was going to say, I think it's the 19th, it's, right? It is the 19th, my mistake. Yeah, okay. So it's March 19th. It's about 8 p.m. my time, uh, 9 p.m. Adam's time. And just to timestamp this, because I think everything's changing so fast. Anything we say is immediately dated. But right now, there's no way to do any type of podcast, conversation, whatever, that doesn't reference the greater situation that we're going through, which is... As you know, out there, the COVID nineteen that that virus. there's a that there's a really immense amount of acorns this season, which is has experts concerned <laughs> that it's going to be a very high Lyme disease season because a high acorn yield means a high rodent yield, and a high rodent yield means a lot of ticks. Ah, interesting. So we're worried about I'm Lyme sorry, but disease. What, but, what, but what were you saying? It sounded I, like I don't you know. Had, I got I got too. lost in my thoughts there for a minute. <laughs> You said you thought there was some some big thing going on. Yeah, um, we've got this international. Uh, well, it's an, it's an situation. election year too. There's oh, that. God. Yeah, it is. Hey, uh, how, you know how, how's it going up there in Vermont right now? People, how are people feeling? Again, we timestamp this so people know at this point that my main man Bernie is 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 not looking good right now. How you? How is it? How's the vibe in Burlington? <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah. have no idea because I haven't left the house in a week. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Now, okay, so that's a great transition. Why have you not left the house in a week, Adam? Let's tell the audience what's up. Um, what what did um I'm sorry, what did the president call it? Was it the uh Chinese virus. The chi- the Chinese virus, yeah. Very, very Chinese nice virus. normal thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Spanish flu, Chinese virus. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a cool guy. He's very cool. Ice cold, baby. Ice cold. <laughs> right. So to right, um, there's the there's the coronavirus. If you mm-hmm. want to be hip, COVID nineteen. If you want to be accurate, uh, SARS dash COVID dash nineteen. I think is the actual. Yeah. Thing, right. Yeah. It's it's got different nomenclature i believe the last thing you said is probably pretty accurate was they were calling it the not because those of us who work in healthcare we've had coronavirus for quite some time we have patients who are diagnosed with it uh regularly that's like a diff that's a different thing so coronavirus can you actually yeah can you explain that i'm gonna try i don't want to mess it up and and i want to just real quick just off the top of this episode my name's scott (laughs) as one of the hosts of the show I am a nurse. I work in healthcare. I work in bone marrow transplant and oncology, and I spend a lot of time on the front lines with a lot of these things, but I am by no means an infectious disease expert, so a lot of the things I'm going to say whenever we get into these conversations over, God, the next couple months of doing the show, take it with a grain of salt that I am not an expert, nor have I ever said that I am, but uh, coronavirus is a class of viruses. And we're going to look it up real quick just to try and see if I can get a quicker explanation. Although what's happened is coronavirus as a name has has just the Internet has been flooded. So you can't even really go back in time. And well, well let's be honest, like the coronavirus is pretty catchy. Yeah. So coronavirus generally and I'm going to try to do this and not mess it up. Coronavirus generally are a class of viruses that pass from animals. They're mainly animal viruses that pass from animals to humans at times. Um, And so there are many coronaviruses. 
the so, so that's I why have, they call this coronavirus originally before they came up with COVID nineteen. What they were calling it was the novel coronavirus, meaning the new coronavirus because right. there are others. I thought that they were calling it the novel coronavirus because, like a good novel, it had a it had a beginning, <laughs> middle and, and a an middle end. and an end, and it like took a long time to get through. And yeah. some people would struggle with it. Other people would breeze through it. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> uh, wait, I have a question. I have a question. Sure. Are are all coronaviruses or just some coronaviruses a SARS virus? Um, that is a really interesting question. Let's look up SARS virus really quick. Well, because okay. SARS, I learned the other day, stands for something Synap- acute. Synaptical, uh, severe acute respiratory syndrome. Yeah, severe acute respiratory syndrome. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's sudden onset acute respiratory syndrome. S-A-R-S. Severe acute respiratory syndrome. Mm. Now, when I look it up, the first thing that comes up is severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus. Of course, that's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. So severe acute respiratory Syndrome coronavirus or SARS-CoV, not to be confused with its cousin, blah, 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 coronavirus too. Yeah, you can read through this. I'm not going to – it's going to take go down a, a rabbit hole. But um, there are a number of these viruses. There was the H1N1 uh, virus, which I believe was a SARS virus back in 2009. Was that the, was that the swine flu? I don't remember if that was one of the things it was called. There was also the one that happened in the Middle East that didn't make it over here uh, that was the um, – Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. I can, I'm forgetting what they called it. MERS or MARS. It was uh, it was spread from... Oh, MERS. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I saw that one. Yep. I, th- I believe that one was spread from camels to humans. I mean, those camels do spit. So. They, yeah, and they're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. So, so the takeaway, I guess, here is just that there are um, many of these types of viruses that exist in animals and can sometimes pass to humans. And that in this particular case, the most recent one seems to have passed from uh, animals to humans in a market in China, thus what Trump has been calling Now, it. actually, wait a second. It, did it really come from that market? I was thinking that that was bullshit. Well, I, I personally couldn't tell you, and I don't think anyone knows. I, I know that there's a lot of like um, speculation uh, by crazy people online that there's a biological research facility near Wuhan in China. And well, so people think they're, maybe they're it, mixing it, they're mixing it up uh, with that Dean Coots book where they called it yeah. Wuhan 400, yeah. but <laughs> right. Scott Sullivan, but, but it was, re, it was renamed Wuhan 400 in the second publishing of the book. In the first publishing, it was a Russian named virus. Oh, so he's just being a trendy bitch. That's right. Motherfucker was trendy in 1989. Yeah. More like Dean. I got nothing. I was going to say like, Dean un- uncoots. uncoots. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where I was going to. Hi, virtual high five. Um, oh man, yeah, nailed fun. it. Nailed yeah, it. great work. Uh, <laughs> so the, the the takeaway from this is so so you were asking it. There are these markets in China. I don't know that much about them. Um, they they sell animals like all different types of animals that are I captured. Know. I, I just like I saw that video and I was like, man, this is some. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't say. But what we do know, I think, and this is one of those things where, where history is moving so fast, it's going to be interesting to try and reconstruct it in the future looking back. But like, it seems like the uh, cases centered around this market or this area in China, and they quickly got uh, divided and divided and divided out from there. 
but it's interesting as of today, what I read was that there aren't any new cases today in China, which is the first time since the virus took hold there that they haven't had that a day that they've had a 24 hour period where they didn't document any new cases. Yeah, it seems as the well, the easy way to not document new cases, as we know, is to just not perform any tests. <laughs> well, and that's and I don't know so. for a fact what the what's going on in China. I know they were testing aggressively for a while, and I know South Korea is as well. But like, what's interesting is um, I don't know where you would maybe know your your neck of the woods, but down here in Central Texas. Uh, up until today, I think today is the first time that in Central Texas they've admitted that there are community-acquired cases to look for. Because up until today, we've had in this area around Austin, I believe the number is like 24 or 27 right now cases. They've almost been exclusively uh, travel-related. So they can trace it back to someone who did just travel or immediately was exposed to someone who had just traveled. And so they kept saying, well, it's not spreading in the community. It's only travel. It's only people who've had travel. But uh, but I know really? for a fact, because I'm inside the system and I know that the way that the testing um, right. is, is being run, that they were only testing people who met that criteria. So Correct. you can't find any community cases if you're intentionally not looking for them. Correct. Which is, Correct. What, which is what has been happening. Next question. Yes. <laughs> do you know do you know anyone with a confirmed case? Um no. I know of one person. I know of several people who have been um people of interest who have been tested. So I uh a man that I know here in Vermont did test positive for the virus. Okay. Said like, "Well, here's the here's the scary part. Here's the doomsday." Oh, yeah. Go go for it. He um, had a had a sore throat and a headache on Friday. Woke up on Saturday, had a mild fever, a little over a hundred. Mm-hmm. He's got four kids though, so he's like, mm, "I'm gonna go get checked." Yeah. So he went and got checked. They tested him for the flu, B, C, D, whatever the two different flu tests are. Negative. So they're like, "All right, we'll test you for the the big dog." They tested it for him. Next day, comes back positive. Which is a surprise that they even tested him for it because in Austin, he would not have met the criteria. They wouldn't have tested him. He did recently travel to Florida. So, so maybe that might have maybe put him. I don't know enough about the, the details, but yeah. they're, they're really stingy with the tests here. But OK, so they tested him and it was positive. How does he feel or do we know? Well, so that, oh no, he's been posting to Instagram every day, an update. Okay, so, so he's he's bravely posting a brave poster. Yeah. We'll call him. Yeah, brave, brave poster. But he said he said on Monday, cough is gone, fever's gone, headaches gone, feels fine. Good, and that's what's scary because if that was in this guy, I, you know him. I don't know. It's not do anything to identify him, but if that was a, a, a ignorant person instead of a nice person who knows you. And they were to either test positive or not get tested, but have some of these symptoms, but feel pretty quickly okay. They might go about their business and just do all kinds of stuff. Well, think about it, right? Like if it wasn't here. So this is all leading up to my big question that I can't wait to hear your opinion on. But uh, if there wasn't all this news about it, there's no way he would have went and got tested. Right? Like he would have, he would have been like, oh, I don't feel good on Saturday. And then Sunday would have came and been like, I feel better. Okay, great. (laughs) Yeah, he probably would have gotten a flu swab, maybe. I think that's within reason if he felt crappy ah, and he's got four kids. Then, maybe, dude, I, maybe. I doubt maybe. it. 
on hey. after one day, no way. There's no way. But he's on no high way. alert. So people are on high alert. And and that's part of the problem the authorities will tell you is they're limiting the testing because people are losing their minds. But it's worse than that. They're actually limiting the testing much more than just trying to discourage bad tests. Oh, dude, there's I don't the whole testing thing is is mind boggling. However many they say there are like they're like, oh, Austin, Texas has 25 tests yeah that's off by like a multiple of 150 i don't know if so. that's accurate but it's off by a multiple that's significant i would say because yeah I, okay I mean, whatever whatever the number is i'm not gonna argue I, the number but but there, there's no in my mind and i'm again this is for people out there listening i am a healthcare professional but i'm saying this as a person not as a healthcare professional this is my off the clock opinion there are bitches, consider- I ain't working. <laughs> bitches, bitches, I ain't working right now. But <laughs> there are an, a significant number of community cases being passed around. And I think what's happening is some of them are coming into the healthcare system and getting treated for pneumonia, uh, not otherwise specified. So, and that's possible. And some of these people might even be dying because if you never get that test, you just pass through the healthcare system like a normal person with an acute lung uh, respiratory mm. failure case and then you die mm. or you recover and you go home but if no one tests you at any point you're outside of the statistics so the statistics that we're looking at right now are only based oh, on cases good. that have been swabbed and tested at the cdc and that's like such a small percentage of people who are arriving at hospitals with respiratory syndrome symptoms. okay now here's i have two thought experiment questions for you exciting Number one, how would this have gone 20 years ago? Ooh. So we're talking 2000. Uh, Yeah, plus or minus. I mean, the year isn't that important. Right. I just mean like pre-internet, pre-social media. Like, to me, way more people would have been sick. I have to agree with that. It's it's actually I, I feel like I need to meditate on that for a minute because that is that's a heavy question. But because I was thinking like I was thinking about it and I was like, <laughs> wow, all this all this news came out. Every, the news travels so fast, good, bad, and indifferent, right? It just goes fast. Yeah, quickly. And so uh, I was like, man, I was supposed to travel to Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, this week, beginning of this week, I was supposed to be there. Actually, I was supposed to be flying home today, and. Um, like two weeks ago or whatever, I canceled it. I was like, mm, I ain't going to Pittsburgh because something's gnarly. And then sure enough, like it got everything got way worse. But um, had that had like the news not been like so rapid fire so fast, like I totally would have on the plane to Pittsburgh. And then I sure, probably sure. would have, you know, caught the virus. And then maybe I would have got sick. Maybe not. I would have just carried it around. Who knows? Um, it's complicated because I, I think what you're leaning towards there's a good point for, which is that the proliferation of information is probably keeping people more conservative and maybe will keep some people from getting the virus. But I think there's also this really weird phenomenon, and this is not a political podcast, but we do have this phenomenon of um, sort of anti-truth or like um, just like this vacuous, like, it's not, it's not my truth, Scott. It's not my truth. It's exactly. My truth. Like, what What does anything mean anymore? Wait, somehow the internet was supposed to be this thing that gave us all access to information so fast that we could settle disputes and come to agreements on facts very easily. And the perverse thing is it did the opposite, right? Like, there's this proliferation of different types of opinions about what facts are. 
and, and so those are those are my facts. Those are my facts. Right. And so now I prefer the alternative facts. I really do. I think there's a certain percentage or certain type of person that's probably not being careful and not taking this seriously because of the relationship they have to the internet and information and the news. And I mean, that's scary. I mean, come on. We all saw the we all saw the bros down in Florida. Yeah. What are they? What's that all about? Did you see that clip from CVS? I didn't, but I don't even want. I, oh. I, I've heard that there are people growing out spring break style. To, like the clip was like, I mean, it's just drunk college kids, which are just you know, yeah, it's a certain category. And uh, mm-hmm. and the dude's like, he's like, whatever, dude, bro. If I get corona, I get corona. It happens, whatever. I ain't gonna let it stop me from party, and I'm here to party. Let's party, fucking party. And <sighs> I was just like, I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and he won't get and and you know the worst part is those those people will never get the corona. They'll just get chlamydia or something. They they <laughs> they ain't going to get the corona. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Or likely if they do, you know, it'll be a cold and then and all then, good. <laughs> and they'll give it to three girls from the dorm next door. Oh. Hey. <laughs> So yeah, this stuff is, so let's bring it back to like reality for a second. This stuff is scary. What have you been doing? Like, so this, I, in my mind, this really went off in the last like four or five days where it got to like maybe, maybe five or six days. I'm trying to think of what day, maybe it was last Friday when I was coming home. Well, no, I think, I think Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I think were the big deal. Like last (laughs) week it was like, last week was like, oh, you better be ready. You got to go. You got to go get 800 rolls of toilet paper so you can <laughs> right. you can TP your neighbor's house. I, I still don't understand toilet paper. I, I don't either, but I, anyway, you know. so, so that was like last week was like you got to be prepared. There's going to be you might have to self quarantine. And then on Monday, cities uh, around the country were like, "Oh yeah, guess what? We're shutting the shit down. <laughs> <laughs> it is locked up." And then and then I think a lot of it personally coincided with uh, St. Patrick's Day which is like a huge, you know, I think there was uh, a little bit of energy to move against St. Patrick's day because that's a totally, huge drinking, totally. getting in everyone's face holiday and not something you want going on during a pandemic. Yeah. So they shut up here anyway. They closed everything at 2 PM on Tuesday. I think, I think here it was even like, I don't even know. It was earlier than that. They, they definitely didn't do St. Patrick's day here the way they normally do, which is usually during South by Southwest week, which is, epic party week in the city of i actually i heard a rumor (laughs) about south by southwest and what was that rumor the rumor i heard i saw this on the internet so well odds are it's true okay it's gotta be true i heard that south by southwest was not canceled because of the coronavirus but south by southwest was canceled because they were concerned about following the act of your son's birthday party. They said that shit was so off the chain. <laughs> it was so lit. They, there was, they just couldn't, they couldn't even compare. They were like, you know what? We just shut it down. Just yep. shut it down. They said, they saw that monster truck bounce house and they're like, bitch, this shit's over. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> they're like, I can't, I can't, even, I can't even try. I can't, all the tech in, in Austin, they, they yeah. were just like, bro, bounce house. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I can't done. do it. I can't. <laughs> so done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like churches played live in our backyard. It was it was lit. I All right, let me up. let me ask let me ask you a heavy question. Mm-hmm. Sure, I love questions with with some weight to them. So you had had a birthday party for the kid. Yes. Happy birthday to the kid, of course. Very much so. Uh, and he's he's four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Do you? By the way, when is Edie's birthday? It's really soon. Oh, it's, yeah, it's on Wednesday. It's coming up. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. So, uh, do you? No, ju- it's a judgment-free zone. Do you regret having the birthday party in retrospect? No. Okay, good. I do regret one thing about the birthday party, which I will tell you. <laughs> no one I was just met. I met. I met like in the eyes of the virus. Not like, do you regret having the birthday party for your kids? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was weird that you asked me that because I was like, why would I regret that? My kid's awesome. But right. one, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. In the eyes of the virus, no, no, no. It was. It was way before anybody knew anything was great. We're all good. Everything was great. What? What I do? <laughs> one thing that occurred to me later, right? One of the kids at his school was mainly the attendees were mainly kids from his school. Sure. Yeah. yeah. About a week or two before the party, uh, a new child enrolled in the school, a little girl, about three years old and change, whatever. She has a nut allergy, like a severe nut allergy. Mm. Mm. Pr- prior to that, the school was whatever, peanut butter, doesn't matter. That school, that kid enrolled and obviously they sent out the appropriate. Oh, they, they let him like take, like bring in peanut butter. Oh yeah, because there was there was no documented allergies. But then once wow. this kid joined the school, they were like, "Okay, we have to change the rules because now we have someone with a documented allergy." Which I know That's a lot true. of schools are just preemptively no nuts. But I was gonna say, I think but, most schools just like do it anyway. Yeah. yeah, but this particular school was not that way because they had no children. I like that school. They're just keeping it gangster. They're like, "You want peanut butter? Bring it." <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "There's no, there's no issues here. Let us know if there's an issue." Anyway, so there was an issue. Fine. So the, the party comes around. I make all this food. Everything's great. We don't even know if that kid's coming, but everything's good. I buy a bunch of can- – we do gift bags that morning. Throw, we're, oh, like for the like for the kids, the little kids. bags? And I'm yeah, running yeah, around. Yeah. I'm cooking chicken to make tacos. I'm doing all this stuff. And I, I buy a big bag of mixed candy, and I throw it all in the in – the, Ollie's helping me. We're throwing all this stuff and matchbox cars, monster trucks in these like gift bags. And I don't realize till after the party and everyone's gone, everyone's left, that I think I put Snickers bars in some of them. Oh, no. Which do have nuts. Oh, no. No one was hurt in the process of this story, but I massively fucked up and I felt really bad. Oh. And they weren't in every bag. So there's a pretty good chance that they didn't even know I fucked up. But just me knowing that I fucked up, I felt pretty terrible. <laughs> and... um yeah, so and I'm I'm like a food service person, history and food service, and I pride myself on cooking at home. So that was a major uh, fail for me. I felt really bad about that, but no one was hurt. Can I ask you a question about food service? Sure. That that I'm gonna sound extremely ignorant, and that's okay. Uh, you can help me understand. It's my go-to move, so go for it. All right, there's there's a big concern. I, rightly so, right? There's a big concern. All the restaurants are closed or mostly closed or like only doing takeout, right? So like yeah. if you're if you're wait staff, you ain't working. You're yeah. just waiting. You're you're, so, you're in a bad spot right now. Okay, you're in a bad spot. So you're you're uh and you know what? I think as I'm saying this out loud, I think I just answered my own question, but I'm gonna talk through it anyway. Sure. Okay, so you're wait staff and you're like you're laid off from your restaurant of wherever you work so you apply for unemployment which they've made easy but there's a bottleneck because there's so many people applying but anyway so you get unemployment approved right it's like boom it's turned on so let's say let's say in a in a nice situation you've been out of work since the 15th of march and Mm. 
you will be back to work on the 15th of April. Sure. Optimistic. Uh, sure. But just for the sake of argument, we'll just say it's one month. Uh, you collect unemployment, which is 70% of your pay. But before you butt in, I've already answered my own question. So you collect 70% of your pay. So really, after one month, you only missed out on 30% of a month's pay. However, however, that's probably not true for the wait staff. Because how because do you document tips? And they work off yeah. tips. And how do you document your income? They notoriously under document their income, which is great Correct. when you're trying to cheat the government, but it's bad when you're trying to get in unemployment because you have very mm. little provable income. And that See, that's, I think would be that's, complex. Yeah. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, there we and go. That's why you got to get with Yang Gang. You got to get on the Yang Gang. About I send, thought. Wait a second. A thousand bucks a month or whatever it is. I read. I read an article that I'm getting two checks, one in April, one in May. That's also my new hip hop name. I'm two checks. Yo, two checks. What up? <laughs> oh, speaking of checks, do you have HBO? I I I do actually. But <laughs> long story short, yes, I do have HBO. Have you begun watching McMillions? No. Oh my God, you got to watch it. <laughs> okay. All right, and this listen, is a hot tip. We, 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 I took a hard left. <laughs> hey, wait, did you, I got, I got it. We got to right now. I need to know just for the, the direction of the episode. Did you listen to the mini episode I posted? Mm. No, because you never sent me the text message that said it, that it plopped. Okay, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, so it did plop, and one thing. <laughs> all right, so you got to go back and listen to it. Not because you should listen to me talk. I'm sure you're sick of that already. But um, I did propose several segment ideas, and one oh, was name. called Adam Vice. So A D A M V I C E, Adam Vice. And what that segment is is a, a recurring segment where you, Adam, have to give either. Advice, Adam Vice, on a particular topic you're choosing, travel, uh, whatever. Or Adam Vice, you have to give advice on a vice, like how to <laughs> deal with some oh, type of vice okay. in your life, like some aspect okay. of a vice. After I after I tell you about McMillions, I've got a hot tip life hack for you. Piece of really good piece of Adam Vice. Okay. Okay, great. So Go you, ahead, McMillions. Wait, McMillions. 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 It's on HBO. I think there's five episodes out now. It's not. It's not done yet. It's all about the McDonald's monopoly game, which you remember from the late '90s. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> all right. Here's the premise of the whole show. It's a. It's a documentary. It's not like a TV show. Got it. It was all fixed. <laughs> and who? Wait. It was fixed to whose benefit, though? Well, that's what I'm waiting to find out. I okay, know. okay, okay. <laughs> I will say that as of right now, as of as of episode one, uh, McDonald's Corporation uh -huh. was not in on it. Okay, interesting. And interesting. so they they allege that there was a person, persons, or a group, whatever, that was dictating who would specifically win the million dollar pieces. Oh man! Sinister. Oh, dude, it's. It's crazy. <laughs> now I'm, I'm, my interest is peaked. It's crazy. All right. Anyway. Oh, also speaking of TV, uh, Ali and I did watch all episodes and all seasons of The Good Place. And uh, what what do you think? What say you of The Good Place? 
it was pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Now, no spoil, no spoilers, because I'll, I'll surprise you. As big a fan as I am of the show, I I fell off with getting the episodes to the last season because I don't oh. have an easy way to get them. So I'm still, I still have to go back and finish the last season. Isn't I think it's on Hulu. I think it's where we watch. I gotta go. I gotta double check because I I do have Hulu, but somehow I fell off somewhere along the way because I was watching oh. them on Netflix and then they stopped having the newest ones. And I bought it's, some it of is. them and. It is fantastic. It's, it's a so good, good show. It's it's very yeah. like uh, it's it, it's got serious themes, but it knows to not be too serious about it. Like I feel like it has fun with being serious. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which Agreed. is Agreed. Which is good because you can't if you take it too seriously, it stops being fun. <laughs> then it's like then then you're like oh no oh no. Plus okay. I, the acting is pretty good. Oh by the way, quick update. Hey, we still have to do Adam Vice next. But, yeah, we're gonna hit it. Quick update. Uh, currently, the number two item that we are related to, podcast-wise, on the Apple Store, is called Coronavirus Global Update from the BBC. Oh, that's good company. <laughs> yeah, number. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Also, we're we're shared with um, Get Sleepy, a podcast called Get Sleepy, another podcast called Sleep with Me. Do you see a trend happening here? I feel as though are we really that that unengaging? I, th- I thought we were pretty engaging. People wow. usually are irritated by how animated we are, not how unanimated we are. And then ten um, percent happier Rebel Eaters Club. That seems right. I like I like those people. And a podcast called Bodies, up. which I don't want. I don't know what that's about. But um, anyway, hmm. just an update. Um, we like to keep track of what Apple right, thinks so we're similar to. Here's what I got for Adam Vice for today. First, I have a fun fact. <laughs> Go for and, it. And, and then I'll give you a bit of Adam Vice. So fun fact. The beaver is <laughs> North America's largest rodent. Oh. Did you know it was a rodent? I don't think I thought of it that way. Yeah, me either. I, we was, uh, Edie and I were watching an episode of the Wild Kratts today. Uh, and so we learned about beavers, which was, which was interesting. And I learned that it was eroded. Hmm. So there you go. I guess they build dams, right? Damn. They sure do. Um, (laughs) what the, what did the fish say when it swam into the wall? Uh, I don't know. Damn. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Okay. Here's, here's your piece of Adam Vice. Go for it. If you've ever. Uh, gotten a speeding ticket. Have I? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Not recently, but I have gotten a speeding ticket many times in my life. And so if you're, maybe if you're, if you're a younger person, you might be more apt to get speeding tickets, and in which case you are concerned that the speeding ticket will be reported to the insurance company, which will then drive your insurance premium up. Mm, it's a concern. It is a concern. So here's what you do. Get your speeding ticket. You submit payment on time for your speeding ticket. Got it. You you overpay the penalty by $5. Okay, I'm listening. So in this example, your ticket is for $100. You submit the uh, invoice and a check for $105. Okay. Okay. So it goes to the police department wherever you got your speeding ticket. They close out the infraction, they, so it's cl- it's closed on your on your driving record. Got it? Because you because you have paid the ticket on time. 
they will then issue you a refund check for five dollars somewhere in the time frame of four to eight weeks after you submit your payment got it upon receiving the refund check maybe you lose it it blows away in the wind just gone. Gets, can't find it gets, can't find it don't know where it went and so when the re- when the refund check is not cashed, the total infraction on the bookkeeping side is never closed at the police department. <laughs> therefore, it is never reported to the insurance company and has no impact on your insurance premium. What a tragedy. I mean, you know. Bookkeeping. It's so complicated. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that, guys. Hashtag talk show. Adam Vice. If you if That's you it. use that hashtag Adam Vice talk show and uh, yeah, let us, let let us me know, know how it goes. Tweet, tweet that shit. First time we're gonna start making like little uh, music stings for these segments, so it'll be like Adam Vice, you know that kind of thing. Let, let me tell you a funny story. I haven't been on I haven't been on Twitter in three years, two years. I don't even know when. Three or two years, guys. Three. Yeah, or one of two. those. <laughs> three or two, and so. Um, I was like, oh, there's a lot going on in the world. Maybe I should log into Twitter and see what's happening. Yeah, maybe I should have P- – you know what Twitter is to me? It's the equivalent of like they figured out a way to make people just yelling out their windows <laughs> and a thing on the internet. It's like literally just everyone in the world yelling out their window but on the internet. I, You know what it was like? I, I like looked at it. I think I scrolled for not even five seconds. And then I was like, I should have just punched myself in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have just hit my head on a wall. This is like, terrible. So stupid. Oh, man, I failed on that so hard. It's, yeah, so, I and um, I know it makes me sound old and cranky, but Twitter just, I cannot figure it out. I've tried several times over the years to, like, do the Twitter. Yeah. Do I the see. Twitter, but no, I, I can't do the Twitter. All right. Are you ready for the next question? Yeah, hit me up. Scott Sullivan. Yeah. It's almost legitimately spring. We're two days away. Yeah. Okay. Go. What's up with the tree? We need a tree update. Oh, the tree. Yeah. Um, the tree, which list, longtime listeners will know, around the time I planted a tree in my backyard, Adam built a wall in his. And so every now and then we do a catch up on the tree and the wall, um, which is tragic because Adam, we'll get to this in a minute, but Adam's moving soon. So the wall will be abandoned. But the tree is still here and it is budding. <laughs> All over its branches, I was worried that this tree might die over the winter. I don't know why. Well, it was, was the, it was your it man. was your it was your first time planting a tree. First time planting a tree, and in not the I mean, I'm in far south Austin for the listener, and it's not the best soil really. And then on top, but I did consult someone about what type of tree to plant in the soil, and anyway, it is working out. But I was I had a bad feeling about it. <laughs> but it's but it's budding. It looks good. It looks. It healthy. looks good. It's. I think it's going to look really great in a little while. We'll, we'll have a picture on the Instagram when it's appropriate. <laughs> nice. How nice, is the nice. wall, Adam? You know, it was funny. I was in the backyard today because it was nice. It was like fifty degrees today. Uh, so Ian and I were outside playing in the yard on uh, the swing, and you know whatever. And I looked over at the wall, and I was like, "Boy, that was a lot of work." <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I never got to, you know, like I just, I, I felt, uh, I felt remorseful because I never got to plant the garden that goes with the wall in that goes with the wall. 
mm-hmm. uh, bef- before we moved. So I was like, ah, I felt like I kind of, I failed the wall. The road not taken. It's okay. You know? Someone else will but come on. Whoever scooped up that house is going to, is going to take over where you left off. That's I hope so. Prediction. I hope so. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh shoot! I just had something that I was gonna. Can I can I step in then while you think? Yeah, go for it. Because I do it. have a topic here. Um, I have a list of topics we we're gonna talk about before the world turned to shit. But one of them <laughs> was um, <laughs> was Adam discovers juice. Talk to me about juice. Oh, oh man, that's like that's is that already blown Jan- by? Is it coming gone? That's back in January, yeah, that was a while ago. So, <laughs> All right. So this is what happened. I was I was in. Um, I was in California for, I think a week, a full week, six days maybe. That's and almost then, a week, where the way I count it. Yeah, and then I rode the motorcycle from San Francisco to Las Vegas, Very uh, cool. stopping in Death Valley along the way. Which Death Valley is amazing. Totally encourage anybody to go there. Um, stopped in Death Valley, got to Las Vegas. Was in Las Vegas for four days, three days. And then came home. I don't know what it was. It was like, let's say it was all in. It was like 12 days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was following, uh, you know, like Thanksgiving and then Christmas and like the, ho- you know, like the whole deal. And so I got back and I was just like, I just need to re I just needed like a reset. I was like, I need a hard reset. Gotta get so clean. Gotta feel clean. <laughs> yeah. There's this, uh, there's this local juice place. Uh, called uh, I can't wait to hear the name because they're always so good. Tom Girl Juice. <laughs> wait, say it again because I think I stepped on it. Tom Girl Juice. Tom Girl Juice. And yep. Why Tom Girl? Do we why know? is it? I have no. I have no idea. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I just figured it out. I mean, it was uh, it? okay. Go on. <laughs> Let's not take so down they, that rabbit hole. I uh, yeah, have no idea. So, uh, but anyway, they have they have a they have a juice cleanse program yes many of those juiceries do they do they do and they're called juiceries right (laughs) never mind i think no i think i think that's correct i think it is a juicery yeah all right uh so they had a three i think it was three days i think i did three days straight up nothing but juice for the listener somewhere in that window of three days to maybe the day after the the third day I did contact Adam on the phone, not for the podcast, and he was sailing high on the juice. I was high on the juice, I'm not gonna lie. It was a pretty wild ride. I um <laughs> Yeah, day day one. So wild. So I think there was six there were six jars of juice per day. That's too many. And they, that is too and many, were, sir. Each jar was sixteen ounces. It was like a mason jar. Oh, and so, uh, anyway, so and they tell you like, okay, drink this one in the morning. There's an order. You drink them all in order. You do the whole thing. Sure. And hey, I, I got a question right off the bat. We got to get right into this question. What's the bowel movement situation? Yeah, it was surprisingly regular. Okay, cool, cool. All yeah, right. I, I was, right. I, I'll tell you, I was like, I was a little nervous. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. It's nothing but juice. But, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of liquid. Yeah, no, it was, t- it was, yeah, totally fine. And, um. So I didn't drink any coffee, no coffee, just the juice. And yeah, man, day two, I was like a fucking rocket ship. Yeah. Yeah. And day, day three, I felt like I had the flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, and then, and then day four 
when I like got back to regular life, actually, I felt really good. Yeah. So, uh, which is interesting. Like I never felt, you know, I never felt hungry or like depleted, you know, uh, I think like day three, I just felt like, like detox, like all my joints were like, (laughs) what's going on? I think my joints were like, we need fat, get some fat in this fucking system. Yeah. Your body doesn't really like when you take entire classes of, of nutritional types. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. It usually reacts in a adverse way. It's not good. So, I did. Uh, uh, hey, we have Juice yeah, Land here in in Texas, in, in Central Texas, in Austin, and I like myself some Juice Land, and uh, they have a drink there that is my go to. I'm going to pull it up while we talk, but it's called the Ninja Bachelor Party, <laughs> which is fun to say. And uh, Ninja Bachelor Party Juice Land. I just pulled it up. That reminds me of a pizza that we ordered the other night called um, Campground Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Campground. <laughs> Raccoon, that's great. Uh, it, had a bu- it had a whole bunch of shit on it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find it. Okay, pineapple, celery, kale, parsley, spinach, jalapeno, and if it's done right, lots of jalapeno, and sea salt. Oh, yeah. That's so, good. It's bringing it. That's my go-to drink. <laughs> that's, I like that. I feel like it needs a little sweet, though. It's like... The pineapple, I guess, is sweet. Oh, the pineapple's got the sweet in it. Because yeah, it does have go. some sweet that balances with the, the spicy, but it's definitely green. And when it settles, it like kind of settles into two different oh, colors. Sure and it's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, so you gotta, yeah. But it, it is a good drink. I, I dig and that And then with the, with the salt is good. The Tom Girl people had this like um, almond milk with sea salt in it. Ooh, mm, it was good. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. I have a, so, my, my one that I used to, I'm going to just, cause while we're at it, why not? Cause juice land is awesome. So we can rep them for a second, but they, they have smoothies. Okay. So I don't do mm-hmm. smoothies usually unless I'm coming out of jujitsu or something. But mm-hmm. if I'm coming out of jujitsu, the one I get is called wonder chosen and it's almond milk, banana, spinach, hemp protein, and peanut butter. And so that one is delicious, but it's like heavy. So you, you want to say that's going to sit like a brick. It's okay yeah. if you worked out. If you didn't work out and you had that, I don't know how you would feel. I think it would be not good. <laughs> All right. Speaking speaking of speaking of working out. Yes, sir. All the gyms are closed. Oh, yeah, we got we could do a whole episode on that. But yeah, all the gyms are closed. All the gyms are closed. And it's been really fascinating to watch what's happening. Uh like there's a couple of CrossFit gyms, like my my gym, my personal gym. Um, and some other local gyms, they did a, a equipment loaning program mm, to, to individual members. Like, yeah. So if you yeah. were if you were a member and they and they had like packages and they were like, look, we're going to close. You can't come in. We're still going to post the workouts every day. You can come get a package of equipment. We're gonna we're gonna you know uh, program the workouts around these specific packages of equipment, so you'll be able to do it at home. And I was just like. I mean, that's like really like engaging the community. Like that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was neat. I know so, some gyms uh, like our jujitsu academy and um, some of the other gyms that I'm aware of, just from friends who are involved in other gyms in the area, are trying to figure out how to pivot a bit. So like the jujitsu academy that I normally train at um, is trying to. I think they're in the process of getting ready to start doing some videos of like. Um, workout at home movements you can do so you can like watch oh the sure videos. yeah 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 it's yeah. not something totally. they've ever done before but they're trying to figure out a way to stay interact because you know at the end of the day right i think you know this because you're in business but at the end of the day like these gyms like the gym you go to gym i go to 
they are businesses, right? And so like you need to maintain that relationship with the consumer because you don't want it to just dry up and go away. Like when all this, when the dust settles, if those people don't come back in the door, you're out of luck. So it's like interesting to see the way, and I mean, these are also people I like personally, but it's interesting to see as a business the way that people are trying to figure out how to stay relevant during this weird time. You know, so that that has been as as we know, I work in the bicycle industry, uh, and the last week, actually the last two weeks, it has been super busy at bicycle retail, which is weird, um, but really good. I think, but it's been in a weird way that makes sense. But go on. But it's been really fascinating to watch how quickly businesses have adapted and creatively solved. The problem of engaging their customers, serving the needs of the community, whether it's like by appointment, curbside pickup, home drop off, yeah. no personal contact tune up, like all these different things, like really like and, and super, super fast, like within days. Yeah, like, within, oh, we, I mean, it's really do only, this. it has barely been a full week and there's plenty of businesses that have like found a way to like make at least so far an adaptation to keep moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's um which is like super cool. It's like, oh man, like people are people are smart and people are very adaptive when they choose to be. Yeah, and so. shout out to some of our while we got the, you know, people coming through listening, uh some of the people that we mutually know like uh Brian Oakley in Providence who runs Pizza J and Julian's. I saw him uh posting the other day about um and I don't have all the links here, but I will try to drop them all in the show details when I drop this episode. Check out the uh, details in the actual uh, listing when I drop the episode. I'm going to try to put in uh, Pizza J and Julian's uh, have a GoFundMe type setup for uh, the servers that are out of work. Uh, for people in Austin, my good friends at the Steeping Room. Um, are doing some really good work. Amy and Emily who run the steeping room, I'm going to drop that link in as well. And then uh, anywhere you are, whether you're in Vermont or Austin or anywhere, if you have people who work in um, service and they're out of work, take a look at the places you love to go and see if they've set up some way to uh, give some support to the people who are temporarily out of work while they're figuring that out. There's a lot of stuff. And if they haven't, you can buy a gift card. You can buy a gift card. The gift card, I would discourage slightly because it doesn't benefit the service staff typically. It will later, but it doesn't now. So I would definitely take mm. a look first to see if there's a short mm. acting way you can get money to the people who are trying to pay rent. Um, there's nothing wrong with the gift card idea either, but I, I would definitely I look see, in, But I see, I see your point. I see yeah, your point. There's some people trying to pay rent this month and the gift cards aren't going to do it. So just take a look at your options and see who you can support. And I'm doing the same thing and- I, I'm mm. I, I'm lucky that I'm in an industry that's gonna keep moving on. I have to take care of sick people either way. Adam's gonna sell bikes, and in this weird moment, I think bikes are actually gonna have a moment. So, bikes are definitely having a moment. There's like there's been this huge increase in bicycle riding in cities because people don't want to take Uber, public, or mass transit, they're, they're or they're moving out, they're moving off the bus and off the train, and maybe that's a so, good thing. Yeah, I think there's definitely a silver lining there, and, and I think there's a lot of people. Um, buying bikes like either because their kids are home and they want to keep their kids busy or they're home from work and they want to stay busy and stay active and you know riding a bike is a really good way to not be near other people (laughs) yeah and i actually i think that is bringing us around we're getting close to an hour here but that brings us around to i i i um 
I joke sometimes when I talk to people about the podcast that if they ask me what it is, it's like, oh, it's me and I'm talking to my optimistic friend. You know, <laughs> so, like, it's me uh, saying the shit I say and then my optimistic friend. So like, but I think that brings us around. We talked a lot about the negatives, the scary stuff, but some, I, I have to believe, and I, I, I'm not the optimistic one. So hopefully you'll, you'll high five me on this, but uh, I have to believe that there's something good that's going to come out of this long term. Like, this is a moment where we're all given this weird opportunity to like really be at home with the people that we love really be like, have the the pace of our lives forced to like grind to a halt. You know? Yeah, it is fat. Well, you saw you, the photo that I posted the other day, uh, or maybe that was yesterday of the, of the bike in the tree. I love that picture. So, uh, I mean, look, we've lived in this house for eight years, right? We've, I've, I've walked, <laughs> I've walked my dog on that street for six years. Passed it countless times. So many times, bike rides, walking, running, walking the dog, out with Edie, like the whole deal. I have never noticed that. For the listener, we are going to drop this picture. I'm going to have Adam do it in in the talk show Instagram. But uh, um, you would describe it, Adam, because you saw it. I I know what you're talking about, but you describe it. So there's a fun hashtag if you want to waste some time on the internet. You can you can look up the hashtag trees eating things, and it's usually like signs or fences or um, whatever you know inanimate objects that have been against <laughs> a tree for a long time, and the tree has just grown around whatever that thing is. And if so, and I feel like I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, Adam, but I feel like if you're outside of New England or maybe the Mid Atlantic, that might be something you've never seen. Oh, is that think? crazy of me to think? Or no, the I guess the the Northwest there must be trees. I was going to say the Northwest. I, ta- I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. It's just to me. I guess from my life experience, the only time I've really seen that is in the Northeast. But that's probably just because of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. You know, now I'm wondering about it. I don't know because the Pacific, like the Northwest, was settled more recently. later. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there's not a bunch of shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Northeast, there's some weird ass shit that trees have eaten. <laughs> so, so now here, so here's the thing. So I, again, we're, I'm going to post this photo. So everybody know what the hell I'm talking about. I saw the tree. It's 18 feet off the ground. Okay. There, there's a bicycle in this tree and the tree has grown around the bicycle. And it appears uh, from the, the picture you posted to be like, I don't know, like a, 60s or 70s looking style of bike totally looks like a yeah 70s or 80s style bmx bike 100 percent. and and but it's 18 feet off the ground so i was like <laughs> so i'm thinking like well okay so it got locked to the tree all those years ago and then it grew and the tree grew and then it just like stayed up there and now the tree's growing around it although i learned today from two different people that that's not how trees grow. Oh, how? Okay. They grow so, up. No, trees do not grow. They do not grow up. That's the thing. They grow out? Their branches grow longer and their trunk grows wider, but it doesn't actually grow like the trunk doesn't grow taller. Interesting. So it. So, the, so their point is that like for, the, for it to be at that height, someone had to have put it in the tree <laughs> at, at some point in like the, it didn't a, it didn't start on the ground I, yeah which which makes sense to me because i'm thinking like when like when we saw it yesterday i was like i was like okay so like let's imagine let's imagine it's from the 70s right so the bike is 50 years old 
and it took Damn, 50 it's years crazy for, to think 50 years but yeah you're right right so it's 50 years old and it took 50 years for the thing to grow that high right like okay so like that it makes took sense. it from the ground 18 feet up right but then i'm thinking like well that doesn't make sense because then it would have had to stick up around the lock this tree for 10 years yeah. like before it, before it went anywhere you know like <laughs> so that so, so that was like struggling with that yesterday and i was like that doesn't really make any sense but then I learned that that's not how trees grow, and so I was like, "Oh, okay." So, man, we all just, the, we all just learned something interesting. The part, the neighborhood that it's in, like the tree, is right next to a road, like a, you know, it's just a, a local road. And the but that road, those houses weren't built until um, like the seventies. So I feel like you know that the bike might have got put in the tree when it was still forest, and like somebody <laughs> hit it. Like, I, I want to know the story, so I'm going to... Yeah, it's going to burn you. Because cause I've, I've seen, we, we, you know, uh, you find things like that. I remember uh, mountain biking in Big River in uh, Rhode Island. Oh, there's some weird shit there. And there's there. some weird stuff in there. And you you come upon this weird stuff in the woods, and you there's got to be a whole big story about how it got there. And no one's around to tell you. It's intriguing. Well, okay, so la- last thing before we go, and this is, this is just about weird shit in weird places. I was watching... The other day, I was down a rabbit hole watching some YouTube videos, and uh, I was watching. I think it's like called Dirt Every Day, and it's about these guys that build like four by four trucks and drive them off road. Got it's it. Pretty, pretty <laughs> simple. <laughs> nice. So, so anyway, they were on the Rubicon Trail, which is like out west and is like the super famous off road trail, whatever. And there's a hill on the Rubicon Trail called Cadillac Hill, and. Okay. Off the side of the trail on Cadillac Hill is an old Cadillac. <laughs> okay. Why? And so like, like, right. And so this trail was like super rugged, like, you know, like, like really heavily modified four wheel drive vehicles only like super robust. So I'm thinking, well, there's going to be a story about this Cadillac. And then <laughs> I spent a, Who got it up there, right? Right. And th- so then I spent an hour like Googling this Cadillac, I couldn't find it, which was driving me crazy. Cause I'm like, how is it called Cadillac Hill? There's actually a Cadillac there and the story isn't available. Like, come on. So, <laughs> it's crazy. If somebody knows, please tell me. Cadillac Hill, please reach out to us. Uh, our hashtag it talk hashtag. show Adelac Hill. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Before we go, Scott Sullivan, I think I have one other topic, but it's really quick. Yeah. But you go for it. I, I have a topic and this is, I'm very upset about it. Oh, okay. Go, please. There's, uh, there's. If you guys have been following the show, you know that I do a really piss poor job of updating the Instagram. It's but, pretty. He's pretty bad at it, frankly. But it's it's very authentic and it's very on brand. Okay, this <laughs> motherfucker goes and starts some rogue bullshit Instagram. Which which is funny because I'm looking up now because I can't remember which of us. Okay, I got it right here. I, so yeah, there's well, two originally <laughs> originally the Instagram was called talk show because that was appropriate. And yes. then and then his ass hat starts Instagram and he calls it talk show. It's a podcast. And That's right. Like, well, That's correct, that. sir. <laughs> I'm going to update the name of the real one and I'm going to call it talk show. It's more than a podcast. <laughs> and the most confusing thing for the listeners is when one or another of us starts commenting on someone else's thread and then the other one also comments. And so then it's like talk show. It's a podcast is responding to talk show. It's more than a podcast. And to anyone not involved, it's confounding what's happening. 
<laughs> you know what? It's it's uh, what do you call that? Uh, magic. Inception. Magic. <laughs> so for those of you listening oh, out magic, there, maybe. you can follow us on Talk Show. It's a podcast, or Talk Show. It's more than a podcast. <laughs> Um, and see which I mean, one you think you, is administrated you, better. <laughs> let me ask you a question, though. Do you do you want just a podcast, or do you want more than a podcast? I certainly want I more than a podcast. I, I think I think I'm on board with it's more than a podcast. I like that. <laughs> uh, okay, let me, before let me we hit this, I'm gonna get this bike posted right now. Okay, before we trail before off at the end of the night, I had a couple other topics. We're gonna run through them real quick. Okay, these are not. Don't. We're not gonna even go on a tangent. Okay. Uh, these are from my (laughs) these are from my notes okay different moons question mark when did we get so many of them okay do you know what i'm talking about without me explaining i think you're full of shit i don't know i've no idea when when you watch the news if you ever watch the local news or if you look on your phone at your weather phone app it's like all of a sudden there's like pink moon indian moon summer half moon triple double moon there never when I was growing up, there never used to be so many moons. It wasn't like a moon for like I feel like there was like harvest moon. Yeah, there was harvest moon. Maybe there was a pink moon, and then it was a like a full moon. Half oh moon. no, wait, I a, remember now I there's remember like weird, like weird moon. Blood, uh, blood moon. Blood moon. Yeah. I, re- I remember that super moon. moon. I've never heard of a super moon until I was four. Oh, dude, super moon is when it's so close to the earth. It looks gigantic. Yeah, but do you remember being twenty in here and about a super moon? Because I don't, bro, bro. I'm tuned into the supermoon. Okay. I know what's up. All right, well, fuck all that up. topic. <laughs> Next topic. Okay. We already did. Adam discovers juice. That wasn't very exciting. Um, yeah, that, it fell a little flat, but that juice was good. This is for the next one. Hot sauces ranked. So we got to rank the hot sauces. That's for next episode. Re- oh, I have a question. Oh, I have a question. Re- revised question. hundo calendar. Go ahead. Question. Yes. You sent me some hot sauces. I did. I haven't used them yet. Why? They're the best ones. Those are yellow bird what? hot sauces. Yeah, but what do I want to put it on? Is what I'm saying. What do I want to hot sauce up? Um, actually, the habanero is good on anything you want, like like a a good amount of heat with a tiny bit of sweetness too. The blue agave, I think, is the other one I sent you. That is delicious on anything you would put a regular Mexican hot sauce on, like a like a tapatio or a, something like that. Whatever one you like. Um, What's the other one mm. that people like? I'm forgetting. Has the ball cap on the top of it. Uh, Chalula. Oh, Cholula. Cholula, yeah. It's really good. It's got a touch of sweetness. It's really delicious. The habanero is very hot. The blue agave is mildly hot, and it has a little more sweetness than normal. But like, my, do I put that on my, my eggs? You, it would be good on eggs. It might add a little more sweetness than you like. I would try it once and see what you think because it has mm. an interesting flavor. I really like it on like um, burritos and tacos. You know, if it weren't like, you know, this pandemic, I'd go get some pork, then I could make some pulled pork tacos. Be, like, it'd be hella good on good. that. Yeah, it's yeah, really good on tacos. The habanero, what I do when I, lately, when I make a taco or burrito is I do both. I do a, a, like one run over it, a little bit mild on the habanero because it's very hot. And then I'll be a little more generous with the with the blue agave and I'll do them together. You do them together? Yeah. The, that, that company, Yellowbird, they have, I think, five different hot sauce flavors oh. that, that are readily available. And uh, those two are my favorite ones, but they're all really, really good. I want, I, want, I want you to know the idea of mixing hot sauces has never even crossed my mind. Oh, you got to. You got to. You just, you, just, <laughs> you just blew my mind. Question. Yes. Question. You made some ziti the other day. Yes, I did. Shit looked good. Was good. I, I need that sauce recipe. I'll send it your way. 
yeah. You can yeah. do it. You can do it vegetarian or not. The one you saw nah, was, was vegetarian, I, but I do it the same either way. I, I'll show, I'll send you the recipe. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that beef in there. You could do it with bison. Bison's pretty good. Listen, I don't know if you know what's going on. It's a pandemic. You ain't going grocery shopping. Okay? <laughs> also, we skipped over our segment of like the Joe Rogan recap, but uh, I don't have much to say about that right now. Anyway, I've been tuned out of the Rogan right now. Oh yeah, we'll tuned get, out. We'll get back to it. We're in. We're get, we, right, got, listen, we got to wrap this up. This we did the, an hour. Yeah, it's okay. The Hundo update. This is what happened. January yes. missed. February, I did the hundred K on the trainer. Dope. March, TVD. Yeah, I thought we were gonna maybe do a spring start and try to do spring to spring. Did we? we yeah, we, we I'm into that. With that idea. I'm, I'm, I'm into in the that. idea. I'm in the idea of like, you know, what I think it's gonna happen is like, once I get one in, so like, let's say it happens this month, I'm gonna get one in. They'll be like, okay, this is the start, and now I'm going 12 months from here. Dope. Okay, That's I got. Do. I got one last topic. It, we, oh. I, I, I want again. This is something you could probably talk about for half an hour. I don't want you to. I want you to give me the pithy answer. I know you don't like that <laughs> word. Okay. And this is, I know that it's to, to any other specialized people who listen, cause they love Adam. This is going to sound like an ignorant guy asking an ignorant question, but bear in mind, I haven't competitively been on a road bike since like Oh nine. What the fuck is the deal with disc brakes on road bikes? Bro, you need to stop. Yeah. But is that, is it back in the day? There were safety concerns and it was not uh, legal. Is it legal now? Like that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. It's 100% legal. They're hydraulic, so they're much safer, much smaller. How much safe lighter. are they when you stack it up in a sprint? Because your boy was good at stacking it up in a sprint once in a while. <laughs> I'd be worried oh, about catching one of those. In nah, my... it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen. Okay. Uh, okay. The the I will say that you can make the rim more aerodynamic because now you don't need a brake surface and. Got it. You can run larger volume tires because now you're not limited by the brake caliper. Right. And you can make the bicycle uh, actually lighter weight and more aerodynamic because you don't need to reinforce it in weird ways for braking forces in obscure locations. Interesting. So do you Mm -hmm. feel like – I haven't ridden one of those bikes hard. Do you feel like in that new iteration – I I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway – do you feel like they corner and handle better? Yeah. So here's the deal with cornering, right? Like if you can enter the corner, just like a race car, if you can apply the brakes later, you can go into the corner faster, which means you will ultimately go through the corner faster. Gotcha. I tell you like somebody like me on disc brakes, bad motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you were a little scary in the corners without the disc brakes so i'm I sure know, it's only amplified uh yeah i took it up to like 13 <laughs> okay i would like to if, if i get the opportunity to be in the same place as you when you have any of of, of your test bikes i would like to inspect this theory <laughs> uh yeah we make that happen we'll make it yeah. happen yeah um all right very good i think we should try and do an episode this weekend, Scott Sullivan. I think we should. I think during this time that things need, are so crazy rapid and fire, weird, hot coverage, hot fire. Yeah, they don't all need to be an hour, but I think we should uh, kind of – this is an important time to document. We're going to look back and be like, what were we thinking when this was happening? Yeah, and, I'm thinking uh, about, and I'm also, thinking about tacos. And also, like, you know, we can share recipes and have people laugh a little bit, hopefully, or at least uh, – 
you know what people like to do with this podcast more than laugh. They like to, uh, reach out to me or Adam after the fact and tell us all of the points we were wrong about. <laughs> that, that, that does. I think that's our most frequent feedback. That is the thing that people <laughs> enjoy the most about this podcast is telling us after the fact, you're fucking dumb. And this the is fuck why. You guys talking about God <laughs> so, wrestling is not like the circus. Jeez. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Just breaks have been well, around for 10 years. Now you asshole. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like that. Stupid. But, uh, um, I think this podcast okay. has ended. Let us go in peace. Let us go in peace. Hey, man, stay safe. Holla at your boy. Yeah, all you out there, stay safe. Burn. Wash your hands. Feel the burn. Wash them. We out. Bye. Oh, oh, oh.